hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Dista podcast i am your host alan hubbard and uh, if you are a first-time listener and a first-time visitor to our platform you are most welcome uh, do not forget to hit the subscribe and notification bells and if you are a returning viewer uh, we welcome you as well because we cherish those who love their home right uh, this is the distant podcast by me alan hubbard uh, the distant podcast we get to have conversations about disability awareness advocacy love sex money you name it we got it right and this season we were delighted to be live at the inclusive africa conference 2023 and this is episode number three now this is this episode this particular episode is very dear to my heart because i got to speak to somebody that we have a bit of history together in the journey of disability particularly looking for employment as a person with a disability now i met some back in 2018 i will not name the organization but we were going through a training about soft skills soft skills to make us ready for the job market because we were marking and we weren't finding jobs and uh, some was very fiery some was very engaging and some was very out uh, i would say forward looking and uh, i am I was so happy for Sam when I got to speak to him on, on this particular episode and he was talking to me about the work that he is doing. I met him looking for employment. Now he is working to make sure that other persons with disabilities are getting employment. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? And this is a story that you definitely need to listen to. Now, in this episode, Sam Mwiti speaks to me about his work that he's doing with Rizikisos, an organization that is making sure that persons with disabilities have access to employment. Without further ado, listen to this conversation with Sam Mwiti. Enjoy. You see, when, when, when you look at people, in, in their prime, I would say, you think they had things figured out or they have things figured out. But it takes some time to figure things out or do we even ever figure things out? So in 2018, uh, we were in a training about uh, finding opportunities for employment. Yeah, that is about five years ago. This is when I first met this gentleman. He's going to be telling us five years down the line. How have things been happening? Did he finally find a job? And also, uh, uh, there, we're going to be talking about an innovation that he is leading that is all about making sure that persons with disabilities are getting employment in Kenya, but also not only in Kenya, but on the East, uh, on the East African uh, frontier. But as well, we're going to be weighing in on uh, his views of uh, the Inclusive Africa Conference because he has been here for the past three days. So, without further ado, Mr. Muti, kindly introduce yourself uh, well, and tell us who you are with this morning. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Alan. Yes. You said clearly five years ago mm. we are struggling in the city, <laughs> <laughs> trying uh, to uh, uh, let me cut you short. I wouldn't say we were struggling. <laughs> we were trying to find our foot. Sure, very well. Uh, <laughs> we were tri- really trying all means possible so that yeah. we could be employable. Yeah. We tried uh, through our support systems, you mm-hmm. know them, 
So I think that thing really helped us. So my name is Sam Witty. Yeah. For the purpose of inclusivity, mm-hmm. I'm on a wheelchair. I'm wearing black jacket, half coat, and yeah. black trouser. White shoes and another blue branded T-shirt um, mm. indicated a inclusive Africa Conference 2023. Yeah, and I'm so happy to be here. So my innovation is about employment of persons with, with disability. Mm. I work for an organization called Rizikisos. Yeah, um, this is a social enterprise that um, uses technology. Mm. Um, to be precise, uh, we have a mobile application whereby um, persons with disabilities uh, get to register in there. Uh, attach their CV, then we keep their details. Yeah. We use those details to vouch for opportunities uh, through partnership with different uh, employers. Yeah. So um, we have been in operation si- since 2015, yeah. and we pride ourselves uh, in trying to bridge the gap between um, employment mm. and persons with disabilities. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much for, for that elaborate, uh, elaborate uh, introduction. Allow me to take you back five years ago and also in contrast with the work that you do right now. In, in, in the journey that we were looking for, for a footing, how, how, how was it for, on your end? Because uh, every person interacts with this journey differently. For yourself, paint a picture for us. How, how was it and how did you finally sort of get delivered in, in, and, and landed your job? Well, um Personally, I can regard myself as among the lucky people in the disability sector to get employment right after graduation. Mm. So this is how it happened. Immediately after graduation, I got um, an invitation to attend a soft skills training yeah. by an organization called Sightsavers. Mm. We attended the training for about three weeks. Yeah. So immediately after the training... Mm. Um, the same organization tried to link us with opportunities. Yeah. So somebody by the name Sarah Wangombe sent me a poster yeah. that she had seen on Facebook. Mm. They required, um, the organization required uh, two intern brand yeah. ambassadors. So I said intern. Eh? So um, I tried my luck. I gave it a shot. I was invited for the interview. Mm. So the interview was not as easy, but Katase of Sarah and the Site Savers Inclusive yeah. Futures uh, Project. Yeah. I was uh, prepared, um, they prepared me in advance, and I was comfort, comfort, so comfortable to mm. uh, present myself to the interviewing panel. I did it well. I, see, I, I can say it, I did it well because um, I was, um, I secured the opportunity as an intern. Mm. So um, after the internship that took place uh, for about um, six months, mm. uh, paid intern. So my employer was impressed by my work. By my work. So I was confirmed as the communications officer. Yeah. So that is from an intern to the overall mm. head of communications in that organization. Yeah. So um, for me, I must say, through preparation, through mentorship, mm. um, and maybe collaborations, uh, that's uh, why maybe my doors open at a, a very young age. By the way, I got the job at 24. Mm. So, yeah, that's how I am here. Pretty amazing. Mm. I, I, I honestly don't know what I was doing at 24 with my life. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe schooling. <laughs> or traveling all over the world. Oh, uh, no, uh, I, I, I could not afford it then. 
but uh, the your your friends that that you went to school with and uh, the friends that you might hold in your circle definitely people with disabilities in our circle there is a person with a disability definitely what did they make of their journey and what does their journey look like because you've said as you've put, rightly put it that you were lucky that out of school into internship into a training opportunity internship. out of any training opportunity into internship after six months, the employer was like, I'm not going to, to lose uh, this personnel or I'm not going to lose uh, this employee. Let me give them an opportunity. For persons with disabilities, uh, which I believe you also got to engage with in your work, how, who have not gotten such opportunities that you've gotten, what is their journey? So, why, how is their journey like? Well, um, being in an organization that um, deals with job seekers with disability yeah. and myself for some time was a job, a job seeker mm. it's not easy it's it's not a walk in the park for a person with disability to yeah. convince employer mm. to actually get that opportunity to yeah. present um his or her credentials to the potential employer why the attitude so whenever you see a person on a wheelchair mm. coming to your company yeah. to present their papers. The, your papers, mm. even after that job was advertised, yeah. the first thing that lingers in their mind is this is a beggar attitude. Mm. So for many of, uh, of those I have interacted with, they have never been given an opportunity to interview. Yeah, That doesn't mean this person is not qualified. Mm. These people have excellent skills. Yeah, These people are loyal to the employers. Mm. Let me tell you the reason why I can say Persons with disability are loyal. Yeah. Let's look at this example. A person with visual impairment. Yeah. You employ him right now. Mm. This person requires a guide. Yeah. To bring him to the office. office. Yeah. He has his software jaws on his laptop. Yeah. So when others, when when others maybe want to go to lunch for lunch, mm. this person is busy working because. First thing first, if you want to go loiter around, mm. you need a, a guide. Yeah. You don't want to be a, a burden <laughs> to the society. So most of the time, you'll be dedicated yeah. to your work. Again, these people are loyal because the struggles, mm. the hustle and bustle they of even face. getting that job. Getting that job. Precisely. When they get it, they're not going to play around they with it. They will stick to that job and play well with they will do it um, mm. with diligence and yeah definitely these people will deliver well mm. so i must say job seeking as a person with disability it's quite hectic yeah and the only thing that can be addressed here is um, the attitude mm. and try to sensitize the employment sector and yeah. ensure that the regulations the laws like five percent representation of um, persons with disability in every uh, sector of the economy yeah. is a there too mm. with that um, we shall have a, a, a more equitable society whereby yeah. persons with disabilities are thrive in the work economy mm. yeah absolutely and and I, I want to dwell this whole conversation on what you've been saying. You got a training opportunity. Not many persons with disabilities get these training opportunities. From the point of uh, Riziki Source, 
how, or from even your point of view, how can we make sure that these training opportunities are available for persons with disabilities? And also the name that you mentioned, Sarah Ngombe, are there any other Sarah Wangombes in the industry that are willing to hold the hands of persons with disabilities and say, okay, when you're ready for an interview or when you apply for, an in, for a job, call me. I'll be able to take you through the interviewing process and I'll be able to make you ready to go and face the panelists at the interview. What should we do to make sure that these opportunities are available? Well, I'll speak uh, from my organization's point of view. Yeah. So um, as a social enterpriser, we take job seekers with disabilities through these uh, trainings to mm. make them work ready. Yeah. Why? So if you, um, because we have a database whereby mm. um, all the details about job seekers yeah. are, are, are kept, we ensure every year, at least thrice, we train per session 50 candidates mm. who, in way, one way or another, they are they have graduated, they have skills set, but they cannot um, comfortably maybe present themselves to an interviewing panel or write good CVs. So these trainings, both virtual and uh, in person, yeah. have equipped um, over, okay, from the number that we have as at uh, now, yeah. 1,500 job seekers with disabilities. These are a group of people who I'm sure mm. we, before the training, even if they were invited to an interview, the CV could not even land them to the interview first thing yeah. first. Eh? But we are glad 489 mm. out of 1,500 yeah. have secured opportunities, and that is internships, um, apprenticeships, yeah. and even job opportunities in mm. different uh, organizations. organizations. So, um, you asked about um, other Sarah Wangombes, yeah. and by the way, shout out to Sarah Wangombes, she's <laughs> a very important person in my life. Yeah. Shout out to Sarah. Yeah. So, um, yes, they are. Um, I have seen a quite number of organizations of uh, persons with disabilities um, mm. making these trainings available for job seekers. Yeah. And it's a good move, good move because um, these uh, employability skills are vital. Mm. for graduates mm. again i i am not only concerned about uh, the skilled yeah we also put into consideration those who do not have any skill but mm. they want to start their own businesses yeah so we should look at the both sides of the coin mm. how do we help this person so um recently we have initiated a project livelihood project eh? yeah here we equip um young entrepreneurs are with business skills mm. through first training again we want to assist them with financial support mm. the capital to start their own businesses the capital itself is not enough we also want to help these people have assistive devices so um you want to start sweet business in town eh? yeah you have a physical disability you don't mm. have a wheelchair so we equip you with the assistive device we give you capital, then you start your business. You thrive. Mm. Yeah. You become independent. Mm. That's how the economy grows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I would like to challenge you there on on uh, probably uh, you know biashara ni biashara or any businesses and businesses business to put it plainly. But 
don't you think that uh, we also need to elevate the participation of persons with disabilities in big business? For instance, I might, sorry if I'm, uh, I, I might be stereotyping, back home you might have a piece of land. What would limit you to, to become a farmer? Yeah, if you have the assistive technology, what would limit you to become a farmer? What would limit you to become... To become uh, th there's so many things that you could become. But why do you think we have to limit ourselves to selling streets probably on, on, uh, or by the roadside? I do not want to call them the streets, but by the roadside. And uh, any other menial jobs, I would call them menial jobs, mm -hmm. that uh, we believe those are the easiest for persons with disabilities. I understand there is a component that you've said, they lack the training, mm. but how about vocational training? Don't you think that uh, that would be an easier solution? Riziki has the capacity. Well, um, you talked about um, farmers. Yeah. And of course, uh, that's a very good point. Um, when I said sweet, I didn't mean only sweets. <laughs> in first, I was just giving a very simple example. Yeah, to start with. So, um, we have designers with mm. disabilities. Yeah. Good graphic designers. Mm. Fashion designers. Yeah. We have uh, artists who yeah. can make good portraits. Mm. Do all sorts of job yeah. that um, many people may without disability may yeah. find it hard to do. Yeah. So the livelihood project mm. will also encompass all those components in yeah. the uh, that um, these people want to drive in the economy, mm. and we shall ensure that all these people, as long as they are registered on our platform, yeah. each person. We drive. Mm. So uh, our our vision is to ensure our world that um, persons with disabilities uh, drive in the work economy. Yeah. So it does uh, not mean it's only skills, mm. but also those who want to venture into this murky water of entrepreneurship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, precisely what Riziki um, Source is trying to do. Yeah. To bridge that gap. Yeah. Amazing work there. We'll come back a little bit to Reziki Source because you have to take us through how the application works, how they are applying, how to become a member and all of that. But three days you have been at the conference so far. What do you make of the conference? Well, this is an inclusive Africa conference. It's one of its kind. Yeah. Uh, I must say this is not my first time to attend this um, mm -hmm. conference. Yeah. And before the the date for this one was scheduled yeah. i was actually counting down in my mind mm. i was really waiting for this opportunity first thing to network to meet yeah. um, all innovators from all walks of life from mm. different countries yeah. with amazing innovations mm. uh, yesterday we had a chance to showcase our innovations in the innovators um, village yeah. and trust you me those people are amazing mm. for those innovations. Yeah. I wish uh, the whole world could embrace and support these um, innovators. Mm. Take, for example, there is um, um, one innovator who is doing prosthetics uh, for amputees. Yeah. It's, it, it's such in a kind of uh, innovation that... Um, enables this person to be independent mm. with or without your arms, limbs. I think that one stood out. <laughs> <laughs> stood out for you. Yeah, a lot. Um, yeah. Um, 
among other other innovators they're doing amazing well um another thing that the discussions um mm. eye-opening discussions that yeah. are happening from excellent uh, leaders from influential leaders in the disability space mm. uh, across africa yeah that's a very humbling moment and mm can't wait for the next yeah. conference which yeah. will be happening next year yeah. and now today being the last day mm. we are waiting for the dinner and <laughs> <laughs> and probably see if uh, you'll go you'll get your dancing shoes on yes of course <laughs> there is a lot of entertainment last time um we really danced yeah. on stage mm. could see people with with all disabilities yeah like it was amazing mm. last year yeah so can't wait for yeah. that moment and uh, then uh, you, you talked about the innovations hub or the innovation village take us through riziki the riziki source you've told us about it's a platform where persons with disabilities come on and apply and put up their cvs uh, to get employment opportunities but in I, I would say put it in plain language in the simplest language so that who is listening right now mm. and who is watching right now they can really get a grasp of what riziki mm. source is all about um so uh riziki source um as an organization yeah uh bridges the gap between employers and persons with disability it's mm. an organization yeah we have a product riziki source app mm. this app it's not the only uh platform where you can uh, access opportunity through uh, uh, our our organization yeah we have options to mm -hmm. register with us the first mode of uh, registration is that app yeah I'll come back to it mm. another thing another uh, product same for registration is our website yeah mm. and the next um, it's our SMS USSD code yeah why ussd coder you know um in the rural setup you might not uh, have internet connection mm. you might not have a smartphone yeah but of course you need job you need internship you need uh, livelihood support so the sms um, mode uh, it was made in such a, a manner that um, regardless of where you are mm. regardless of the device you are using you can uh, feed in your details um, you send the word Riziki to the number 0796 430 430. Mm. You answer eight questions yeah. uh, just to uh, feed uh, details about your professional details. Mm. Yes, that's the SMS model. For the next one, it's website. Uh, website and app, they are closely related, mm. but for the app, and um, there is work in progress because... Um, we do not have a, an Apple version. Mm. It's only a, an Android version of it. So literally, if I was looking for a job, I would be locked out. <laughs> you would be locked out because we have the website. And, okay. <laughs> so uh, we ensured everyone is taken care of. But yeah. for the mobile application, mm. now that we are uh, uh, online or digital yeah. um, platform, we there, there's work in progress to ensure that... Um, we have our applications on Apple Store. Mm. Yes, um, so uh, once you feed your details uh, using all those modes of registrations I've mentioned, uh, the details are captured on our database. This database um, is uh, actually an encrypted uh, 
system whereby mm. it's run by one person. Why? Yeah. Uh, we don't want uh, people's uh, information being uh, exposed to anybody because mm. of those people who take advantage. Yeah. Uh, sometimes back, a uh, job seeker called us and said um, he has uh, been asked to pay 5,000 shillings mm. in order to get a job from, from XYZ company, yeah. which was not true. So if we expose this, this uh, the cartels, let me call them cartel yeah. uh, fraudulent mm. people will use, will take advantage of job seekers with disability. Remember, these people are vulnerable. They do not even have that cash. We are trying to uplift them so that they can um, at least uh, raise the money to sustain themselves and their families. So um, once the details are captured, so we... By the way, I didn't mention the interventions we do with the employers. Eh? Mm. So we don't just deal with persons with disabilities. Our methodology that we use, it's a unique one called twin track method, whereby the first track is persons with disabilities. We develop their skills, uh, make them job ready, and also to mentor them. The second track is employers. First thing first, the most important thing that we give to employers and by the way they don't give us a favor we favor them because mm -hmm. um we give them skilled diverse workforce yeah. with disabilities most of them approach us and mm. tell us you say you we don't employ you where are these people mm. we tell them we have a platform with over 1500 persons with disabilities we give them cvs these people are skilled so that's uh, one thing that we do to employers again we also train them on disability mainstreaming. How do you make this place accessible for a person with um, visual impairment? How do you make uh, this place um, accessible for a deaf person? All sorts of disabilities. That's another component we do with employers. Again, the regulations, they don't understand that it's a requirement, 5% representation of persons uh, with disabilities. And another thing that stood out, uh, through our trainings or our engagement with um, these employers, eh? mm. um, look at this. Uh, at it this way, I employ a person on a wheelchair. Yeah, our building doesn't have a ramp or a, ramp even or an a, elevator. a lift, an elevator. Yes. So they ask us the costs of installing these uh, assistive. Um, Ram, yes, reasonable accommodation. Thank you. It supersedes the, 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 the gain they get from this employee. Mm. But that's not true because um, the Kenya Revenue Authority, they have what we call tax rebates. This happens when, if you use um, this amount to adjust this place to suit a person with disability, let's say, for example, you have used half a million and you understand every um, organization they remit corporate tax. So, if you present that amount you pay to the KRA, you will be wavered from the corporate tax that you are supposed to pay to the tune of that amount you used. Mm. So, there is no loss because it cancels out. You use, you, you get wavered. So those are some of the things that we make 
uh, employers sensitive about. Mm. Yeah, in- interesting there. So you've you've rightly mentioned that uh, there is uh, three ways that uh, you can re- register on uh, the Riziki Source app. There is the SMS, there is the website, and also uh, there is uh, the application. Yep. I understand there are a number of uh, applications that are providing such services as Riziki, mm. but what do you think Riziki Source is different from all these other mm. from all these other service providers? Mm. Uh, given that uh, the National Council for Persons with Disabilities also has uh, a, a, a portal and uh, several other organisations, mm. what puts and what cuts Riziki Source up apart from those other applications? Um, from the case studies that we have done, or majority of the job sites uh, are not accessible. Mm. Why? Um, the mode of passing information about job vacancies, yeah. it's not accessible. Say, for example, you put uh, out a poster and you don't give a description. How do you expect a person with visual impairment to internalize and tell these um, kind of opportunity is mm. best fit for me. Yeah. So for us uh Riziki source, we tried to come up with solutions to ensure it doesn't matter where you are, the information about job opportunities, internships, news about disability space, it's it gets to the intended person in an accessible format. Mm. So we actually uh, feel that our app is unique because of the accessibility component mm. and it's easy to navigate through the app yeah uh, because um the light is affecting me yeah <laughs> uh, because um you can it has features to enlarge text just in case you have a low vision mm. among other things that um helps uh job seekers with disability to navigate um, through the app mm. with ease. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting there. And uh, you, you mentioned about legislation and what uh, the likes of Kenya uh, Revenue Authority, uh, the rebates that they have put in place. Mm. You've also mentioned about uh, the different uh, different legislations that are in place. Mm. How can we reinforce uh, this uh, legislation? Because it is one thing for legislation <coughs> to be there, mm. but also it's another that when we do not get to, to, to practice it, what do you think should be done to make sure that uh, this regulation indeed gets to do what it needs to do? Mm. The instrument of power, uh, mm. okay, the, it should be made um, mandatory. Yeah. Because um, it, should be, it should not be an option to employ a qualified person with disability. Mm. It, 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 should make, it, sh- it should be made uh, compulsory that um, you don't uh, need to discriminate this person because of um, this and that. Yeah. And there are rows are there, 5% representation of, five, um, of persons with disabilities. Mm. You'll find an organization is there, even government agency. Yeah. No ramp. No sign language interpreter. Yeah. Even uh, serving clients with disabilities. It's, it's, it's a challenge. It's a, it's a challenge for mm. them. Now it should be made compulsory. First thing, ensure that places, the government, the offices, everywhere it's accessible. Mm. Second thing, ensure that there is equitable employment 
the HR policies in organizations. Mm. Why, if you have 100 employees with uh, without disability, at least have 15, mm. 5% of, of the total workforce. Yeah. So implementation should be made compulsory mm. uh, in order to achieve uh, the sustainable development goals. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and as, as we're winding up, mm. uh, what what would be your clarion call to one persons with disabilities? Well, uh, I should look at this camera. <laughs> uh, persons with disabilities, mm. I know a group of people who have diverse talents. These people uh, are talented in a manner that um, they do their jobs, uh, their work, they're given with passion. But the problem comes when they don't get opportunities. So um, you have gone to school, joined university, graduated, but because of this impairment, you cannot um, access opportunities. Mm. Quite unfortunate. So the, my message to stakeholders first, before even I get to the... I first, wanted you to start with persons with first, disabilities, uh, my, so that we will go message, to the... All right. Yeah. So my message to persons with disabilities, whenever you get an opportunity, mm. any opportunity, since the moment, once you get there, do it to your level best. Impress. Let's um, your case be a motivation to anybody who would like to employ a person with disability. If you do good, so a lot more people with disabilities will benefit from your good work. Mm. So that would be my clarion call yeah. to persons with disabilities. Yeah. Be, be the perfect role model so that the employer can be yes, able to see that. Set the uh, pace yeah. so that um, you can motivate anybody out there to use um, that opportunity to employ persons with disabilities. All right, and uh, now yeah. second to, to employers. Well, uh, employers, um, these are very important people in the economy. Yeah. Uh, because, um, yes, they are very important because they give us uh, that opportunity to exploit our potentials. Mm. But our message is just learn about this uh, different type of disabilities. Yeah. Just Put yourself in their shoe mm. because um, it's commonly known disability is a club that yeah. anybody can join. Mm. Imagine being an HR, go there, God forbid, get knocked, yeah. you use a wheelchair, mm. and you did not employ a person with disability because he had the same disability you mm. have. You will feel um, bad because. Your, your legs or your arm doesn't affect your performance. Yeah. So, uh, give these people opportunities, mm. uh, mentor them. If there is uh, some issue here and there, which is also common, it's a yeah. challenge, address it in an amicable way mm. so that um, you can motivate this person to thrive uh, in his or her career. Yeah. Sure. And uh, to, 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 to not necessarily a person with a disability, and also not necessarily an employer to anybody who is watching and so, the general public mm, what do you tell them so uh, my message to everybody watching uh, persons with disabilities um, these people or uh, this group of people are um, 
unique as i said earlier mm. so if you respect them give them the opportunity um provide a safe, safe space that um regardless of the impairment that the person is and uh, is having uh, provide uh, an ev- environment where you will realize that uh, despite all those challenges we call it reasonable accommodation mm. if you give this person reasonable accommodation trust you me they will deliver they will thrive they will perform and everything will be as alright mm. all right uh, thank you very much sam i hope uh, i have not left out anything ah uh, that was quite comprehensive and yeah. we have touched a lot on employment which is my area of interest yeah Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you very much for making time and I hope I will see you at dinner. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Let's do it for that time. We can't wait as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, th- I want us to do something. Leave a question for the next guest that we're going to be having. God. Mm. For the next guest because yeah. I guest huh? because I'm an inclusive uh, employment pundit. Yeah. Just name three things that um you think mm. makes uh, your workspace not inclusive for a person yeah. with disability mm. three things that you think can be addressed mm. to make uh, the workspace yeah. anywhere you have uh, gone through and you find that this place is not um conducive for a person with disability to work mm. just mention yeah and someone out there will listen and address that as well all right yeah. uh, th- that is a very thoughtful answer uh, question and i hope my director has gotten that one because uh, if we forget it we will not have uh, fulfilled uh, the uh, the joy or the mission of our guest here